This is it. The time has come for the first episode of the Silver Lions Playbook Podcast. All right. I wanted to first start with a little bit of a catch-up with the Lions because I know it's already week six now, and they just had their bye week last week, but I wanted to get a little catch-up just for the podcast just so we're all caught up in there. Um, I just want to start with their record. They're 2-1-1 one one right now. Um, obviously, they have a tie, and that was with the Cardinals on week one, 27-27, which, I mean, the Lions pretty much gave that game away. Um, and I think Matt Patricia learned from that game a little bit because it seems that he's not playing prevent as often in the late stages of games. Um, and then moving on to the next week, we played the Chargers, which we won that game 13-10, uh, to 10, which was obviously a low-scoring game. The Chargers aren't what we thought they were. Um, which they've showed throughout the season so far. So that seemed like a big win at the time, but that may not be as big as we thought it was. Um, but then moving on to the next week, we beat the Eagles 27-24, to which we were handedly up most of that game. Um, they started to come back for, not for, um, because Matt Patricia obviously playing prevent defense, which I hope he has learned from. Um, and then for... Probably the biggest game for the Lions fans so far this year, the loss to the Chiefs, 34-30. to um, The Lions showed a lot of resilience in this game. Matthew Stafford almost had the game-winning touchdown throw with about two minutes left, but Patrick Mahomes did his thing and took his team down the field to score a touchdown with, I believe, about 30 seconds on the clock. Um, at the time of this recording, they're second in the NFC North, um, which is a big step up from last year when we were last in the NFC North. And I think this division is up for grabs, but I do believe the Packers are the front runner, the obvious front runner right now. The way that their defense is playing and their run game and Aaron Rodgers is all clicking. Um, it seems to me Matt LaFleur, the new head coach of the Packers, is finding his way. He's young. He's first-year head coach, um, but he is from that Sean McVay tree, which we all know has produced some head coaches so far. Um, let's get into the statistics. Um, as of right now, the team is offensive. The offensive team is twelfth in points. Um, which I mean is not bad but it's not great either I would obviously love to be higher but um right now it's we're doing what we need to do which obviously that low scoring chargers game is what kind of hurts us in that aspect um we are eighth in yards per game with 375 387 excuse me per game which I think is pretty good it's not exactly where I thought we would be I thought we would be a little bit lower honestly in that aspect but Matthew Stafford has been slinging the ball, and uh, Daryl Bevel, the new offensive coordinator in Detroit, has been showing that he can make good game plans and get, get guys open and get people down the field and push the football and use Matthew Stafford's arm like he said he would coming into this year. Um, and actually, a step up from that, the Lions are 7th in passing yards per game with 267. Now, that might not sound like a lot, which obviously... 
seventh is pretty good. Top 10 is right where you want to be in that aspect of really anything statistically other than turnovers. Um, which, I'm, I mean, I'm happy with that. I think they're doing what they needed to do. Um, to go along with that, they're 13th in rushing yards per game, so that goes pretty hand-in-hand. Hand. It's pretty a balanced attack. Um, there's They get about 120 rushing yards per game. Um, let's move on to the defense now. The defense is 19th in rush yards per game allowed with 124.8, which we're allowing more rush yards than we're getting, which is not exactly what you want to see, but it's not terrible. Obviously, with our defensive line, you'd want to see higher um, in terms of um, placement in that category, but obviously Mike Daniels has been hurt. Deshaun has been out pretty well the whole season. Um, so we're missing some key elements. We were missing Jarrett Davis for most of the season, which I think that defense is really going to shore up towards the end of the year, which Matt Patricia, New England, you know, Bill Belichick defenses seem to do. Um, next is defensive yards or defensive passing yards per game allowed. We are 28th, um, which uh, I'm not loving that. That's not great with a total of 1,123 yards allowed this season I would definitely rather be uh higher up on that list but with some of the teams we've played I mean we've played Kyler Murray Philip Rivers Carson Wentz and Patrick Mahomes which obviously you'd still like to see that as a higher number in the category but you'll take what you can get if we're winning um and in total yards per game we're 26th in in yards per game allowed with 1,622 yards total on the season given up. Um, I mean, like I said, you'd like to see them higher on that list defensively because coming into the season, we assumed Matt Patricia's defense would be high up on that list and would be doing his thing in terms of calling that defense and doing it the right way and game planning for the teams that we are playing that week, which obviously he's came in and done because we have played Patrick Mahomes and showed pretty much the world how to stop that team, play man defense, rush up the middle. Um, on Johnson had over 120 yards that game, exposing that Chiefs defense, and then the Colts came out the next week and did it again, and then the Texans came out this week and did it again. So that's what we're looking at right now. Um, in terms of catching up on the Detroit Lions season so far. Next, I would like to dive in to some fantasy sit and start for the Lions for Monday night against the Packers. First up, we'll start with our start. Um, running back on Johnson. The Green Bay defense is averaging 96 rush yards to RB1 since week two. Um, obviously, week one, they shut the Bears' rushing attack down on that 10-3 victory um, at home. <clears throat> and Carrion Johnson is averaging 70 yards per game with 15-plus rushes. And I believe the game plan for this week is to run the ball with Carrion, run the ball you know, short passes. Carry on should get some catches too. He could get a touchdown, maybe maybe a receiving and rushing touchdown. Um, like I said, the the Lions game plan would be to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands as long as possible, much like they tried with Patrick Mahomes. So I expect a lot of running, um, quite a bit of yards for carry on. Next we'll start with our first sit. 
wide receiver Marvin Jones. I know some of you may not be expecting that, but I believe Jones will be matching up with Jair Alexander due to Kenny Galladay's height difference with him, and I think he's the better matchup for Marvin Jones in terms of speed as well, and he's also one of the better man coverage corners in the NFL right now. And I think Kevin King will match up with Kenny Galladay due to the size difference, and um, he'll just be a better matchup at the line for Kenny Galladay's strength. But with that said, I don't expect many big plays from Marvin Jones, which obviously he's known for. Let's get our start. Tight end TJ Hawkinson. Um, I know Hawkinson was in concussion protocol for the week because of the big hit after he tried to hurdle a defender. Um, I do believe he is likely to play Monday, and I don't think the Packers defense matches up well for him. And he is also one of the top red zone targets for Stafford. He could have another big game like he did week one um, of 100-plus yards and a touchdown catch. And I think he has a pretty big game. And for our last fantasy start or sit, we will have a sit of QB Matthew Stafford. I know it sucks that Matthew Stafford's not going to have a huge game against the Packers. I mean, he could, but I do not expect it. Like I said, I, I expect the Lions to play, to stay in the lead, to run the ball. Um, I don't expect the Packers to give up very many huge plays. I expect it to a lot of be, a, or excuse me, I expect it to be a lot of chunk plays, like 10, 15-yard plays, 20-yard plays tops um, to get the Lions down the field, which Daryl Bevel is very good at calling. Um, I expect it to result in a maybe 250-yard possible two-touchdown two performance from Stafford, which is not exactly what you want in your QB1. Um, obviously, this is for one quarterback, two running back, two wide two receivers, tight end, and a flex leagues. Um, I would say put carry on as your flex or RB2. TJ Hawkinson, obviously, at your tight end or flex. Um... And that is all for the fantasy start and sits. Next up, let's get right into the Monday night football Packers-Lions NFC North showdown. So the Packers, I believe, will likely target the middle of the field and try to run a lot of outside zones, you know, quick pitches, stretch plays, to kind of get that Lions defense moving from side to side instead of north to south. Um... I believe there's the Lions obviously had a lot of big bodies up front. Um, Gerard Davis and Jelani Tavai obviously have a lot, have some roaming ability, and we also have Quandre Diggs and um, Tracy Walker back there roaming the field. But even with that said, I believe the this Packers offense will try to get the defensive line tired early because the Lions have showed early in the season that at the end of games, their defensive line seems to get tired and they can't generate as much pass rush and they obviously cannot stop the run as well. Um, I do believe the Packers will get a few big plays just because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers and every so often a receiver gets to running open. Um, Devontae Adams is obviously out, so that will help the Lions in there defensive strategy of man-to-man coverage so they can go one-on-one man-to-man maybe cover one or cover two and they won't have to worry about getting having to give up two 
defenders to a receiver besides maybe Jimmy Graham in the red zone because Aaron Rodgers has shown to like Jimmy Graham's hands down in the red zone. Um, I expect Aaron Jones to be a focal point in both of the run and the passing game. Um, he's shown throughout the season that he can be a three down back. Obviously they have, um, Jamal Williams also in that running, running back committee. But I do believe Aaron Jones will be the focal point of the offense, especially with Devontae Adams out, which I believe Matt Patricia knows that. So let's go to the Lions game plan. He will offensively look to chew the clock play and then defensively he'll play one-on-one -on -one man. Obviously, like I said, with Adams out, it gives him more options with the front seven as well. I expect a lot of, uh, like I said, man coverage, man blitz, maybe a couple of zone blitz here and there. I also expect Matt Patricia to show a couple different things on the defensive side that he hasn't shown so far this season because it is a divisional rivalry and because this game does mean a lot in terms of playoffs and obviously, like I said, divisional. Um, I do expect the Lions to get quite a bit, a lot of chunk plays against this Packers defense. As long as we can keep Stafford upright, which I do believe we will, um, he'll be able to get that ball downfield and we'll see a couple, you know, chunk plays here and there. 20, 30 yard plays. Um, I do expect Kenny Galladay though, to have a big day, because like I said earlier, I don't expect him to be matched up on Jair Alexander for the size difference. I expect him to be matched up on Kevin King. Um, and I do expect him to beat Kevin King more often than not. Um, this could be the week we say, we see some trick plays from Daryl Bevel. We haven't really seen very many. There's been a couple different things that he's shown, but obviously the Lions like to keep things relatively close to the vest in terms of game plan, obviously, and things they're going to do. Um, but like I said, this could be the week we see some trick plays, maybe some you know wide receiver runs, maybe something like we've seen in the last game last year with the um, Philly special. Or, you know, we could see anything. Maybe a, we go for it for a, a punt or a field goal and we fake it. I don't know. I'm just expecting something big this week in terms of offensive play calling. I do believe we need to see some special teams consistency, even though we have played pretty well the last couple weeks. Um, our problem has been cons consistency overall, defensively, offensively, and special teams for the past, excuse me, for the past few seasons. Um, and I believe we need to be good on all three, le four levels, really, to win this game. Four levels are offensive, defensive, special teams, and coaching. My prediction for the Monday night game is a Lions win 27-21. to I believe Matthew Stafford will lead a late drive to seal the deal with a touchdown pass to TJ Hawkinson with time running down. Um... Obviously, we've seen things like this happen before with Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers, vice versa. Um, but I do believe it'll be Stafford's turn this year. And I believe Aaron Rodgers will have a decent game, but it won't be enough to lead the, the Packers to a win against the Lions this week. Next and lastly, I want to get into my season predictions for this Detroit Lions team. I believe we have shown that we can win against the best teams that we play. I believe this year is the year that we get to the playoffs. I believe we don't, I think we don't win the division. I think we go 10-5-1. and 
make the wild card, right? And then I believe we play the Cowboys in the wild card game, and we beat the Cowboys to get our first playoff win in 20 years. And I believe we will beat the Cowboys to get revenge for that 2014 team that lost to them. This year could be the biggest year in Lions fans' recent memory um, in terms of winning. I think this team is really proving themselves. They're really working towards something. And I just really think that the team is destined for big things, whether it be this year or next year. The Matt Patricia has done his job in terms of coaching the team the right way during the offseason to make them come in on the regular season and put in lots and lots and lots of work. This team looks ready. It looks prepared. They are a different team than last year, hands down. Um, We're relatively healthy as well, too. That's another good thing that I've noticed about the Detroit Lions. Not many injuries, and when there are injuries, it was before the bye week, and and they aren't huge injuries. They're injuries that are a couple weeks, you know, like like um, Mike Daniels is out this week, which sucks because obviously we wanted him to play his old team, and obviously he wanted to play his old team, which is, I'm sure, why he came to the Lions, somewhat a reason why he came to the Lions. Deshaun Hand has also been out. Um, hopefully he's back this week against the Packers, but he'll be back no matter what throughout the season. He'll be back this season. Obviously, he doesn't have a season-ending season injury. And I just hope and pray that nobody gets a season-ending in, season injury this week, next week, or throughout the, throughout the rest of the season. Because as I said, this team feels different. And anybody in One Pride, anybody that actually is a big fan knows this team feels different. The passion is different. Our quarterback, Stafford, is even different this year. He seems to be doing more in terms of, in terms of team leadership. He seems to be the obvious leader of this team. Everybody falls behind Stafford, and he's been showing it on the field this year as well. Obviously, last year he was injured with a back problem, but this year he's shown so far that he is an elite quarterback, I believe, which may maybe may be the homerism in me showing, but I do believe she's he has shown statistically and talent wise this year that he is a t- a top eight top five quarterback top eight at least with that all said, this team is prepared and ready to win, but that'll be it for this episode of the Silver Lions Playbook podcast. We will be back next week with another episode, and hopefully we'll be able to have a guest on the show, maybe a caller, maybe an in-house guest, maybe something like that. I'd really like to do something like that and get this show a little bit longer, get the show on the road, get it really moving so that everybody can hear and everybody can get a voice. I want all of the One Pride to contact me anytime they feel the need to. If they want to talk Lions, we can set something up on the podcast. We can do a call. We can do a Skype. We can do whatever. But it's up to you guys. My Twitter is Jace O Sweet. And my business email is Jace Osborne Sweet. That is J A C E O S B O R N S W E E T at gmail.com. Again, my Twitter is Jace O Sweet. 
That is J-A-C-E-O-S-W-E-E-T. That's Twitter and email. Like I said, contact me if you want to get on the show. Contact me with any questions. Give me a follow on Twitter. I'll follow back. It's all for one pride. Go Lions. Let's get this win. Let's get the NFC North, and let's take this home, and let's take this to the next level. Playoffs, baby. One pride.